as an aspiring entrepreneur, it can be a real struggle to find the right solutions, inspiration, and purpose for your company. But if you push through all of the struggle, voila, you're a founder, and that's just the beginning. A founder's journey can be filled with fear and struggle and doubt and obstacles, or simply just what have I gotten myself into? I know, Stacey, as multiple-time founders, we've all been there and done that. So true. So Maria, you've had lots of twists and turns on your journey as a multi-time founder. And I'm curious, what was one of those times where you thought, oh no, what have I gotten myself into? Oh gosh, what a question. I'll never forget the time when I was in a Barcelona hospital bed. I just delivered my first baby. I didn't speak any Catalan. And then two hours later, I was dialing into a board call And my board told me that I had one week to raise a million dollars or we'd have to shut the company down. Well, that's a pretty good one. (laughs) (laughs) There's so there's so many, but I'll never forget. At one point, we were raising a Series A for one of my companies and I was just sick with worry about our dwindling cash and how we'd make payroll. And we had already put in all the founder capital that we could scrape up. It was like watching the runway, you know. A plane barreling down the the runway and watching, um, you know, the end near without liftoff. And finally, when we closed that round, the balance in our corporate account was ninety eight dollars and twelve cents. I kid you not. It was the most nerve wracking thing, a very lonely and scary, stressful experience as a founder. But I think one that's not uncommon for the founders we talk to, and one that we can support each other through. I can so relate to that, the amount of times. I don't think we ever had that little in the bank account, but they're the moments that you really lose sleep over. So uh, give us some vignettes into your journey and give us a sense of who you are and where you've come from. So I grew up in a rural logging, fishing and mill town up in uh, the Pacific Northwest. And my father was a truck driver. He had the entrepreneurial spirit. He, he bought his first truck and built a little tru- trucking company. And I, I, I really think that DNA of um, the entrepreneur kind of was seeded in me at that time. Uh, I went on to become an engineer and then went to business school, moved to Silicon Valley to work in the technology landscape and started my first company at age 25, which I grew and sold. And, and I just had the bug. Uh, so Spent about 15 years in the technology space, founded several companies, and then took a crazy left turn and ran for U.S. Congress, which was probably a story for another day. But yeah, I've had had the great opportunity to work with a number of founders after I co-founded the Center for Entrepreneurship and Technology at UC Berkeley. So have advised and sat on boards and founded companies myself and just have a real passion for the magic that entrepreneurs can bring to the greater world through their work. So I'm curious about the arc of your overall journey. Tell us a bit about your story. Well, thank you for asking. Uh, My my life has absolutely been a series of twists and turns. Uh, My parents escaped a communist country, uh, Czechoslovakia, when uh, I was uh, two. My sister was one. And we landed in Sydney, Australia. I grew up in a beachside town a couple of hours north of Sydney, riding my bicycle barefoot and surfing before and after school. And then at 17, I, my boyfriend convinced me to do a Tony Robbins seminar. I walked across hot coals 
And I made a commitment to myself to be financially independent by the age of 30. And what that really meant to me was freedom of choice, doing what you want with who you want, when you want. And so at 19, I started my first company. And over the course of the next eight years, invested all the money, and that was a content marketing agency, into real estate. So by 27, we'd accumulated 50 properties. And I reached that moment where I'm like, I just don't want to climb this mountain anymore. And so I left everything behind. I left my boyfriend behind. I left my family, my friends, my country. I wound, I, I, I locked up all of my assets and I went on this adventure around the world in search of my purpose. Uh, I met hundreds of people from rickshaw drivers to the Prince of Saudi Arabia and everyone in between. And I discovered my passion for people, for storytelling and really making connections. And that then manifested into finding my purpose, which was to bring more consciousness into advertising. That then led me onto a path of being part of the founding team of Zing. It was one of the first social networks. And that's where I came up with the idea for Linkia, which is an influencer marketing company. So here I am in Silicon Valley for the last 10 years. Um, we have a team of 75 people. We work with about 500 brands. And really just proud of being part of pioneering an industry that's worth $15 billion today. Wow. I mean, I'm struck by the themes of freedom and sort of paving your own way that your parents set for you as an example in your very young childhood and the, this, the sense of curiosity and adventure and quest for finding purpose. I think we share that in many ways. And I think our founders that we'll be interviewing in this podcast also share that. The, the sort of experience of moving from founding company after company and getting closer and closer to finding that place where our true essence and purpose and the deeper calling of our heart can be expressed through our vocation. Um, that's happened for me in the sustainability space, bringing my background in technology and finance and, and clean energy to what I'm doing now with Y Green Energy Fund, uh, the ability to help you know, democratize our energy future and put power in the hands of people around their, their energy future. So that, that intersection of sustainability, of consciousness, as you mentioned, passion and purpose are, are ones that I think we share as hosts. And I'm so looking forward to exploring with all of the founders that we talk to on the podcast. So, Maria, what would you say are some of your biggest insights and lessons learned as a multi-time founder? Well, the first lesson that I really learned was to adapt. My parents leaving a communist country, leaving everything behind, then that notion of surrendering and adapting and as change inevitably comes knocking on the door almost every day. And sometimes there's moments that you really have this sense of fear and what I learned in those senses of fear is that that's an opportunity to grow. So the combination of surrendering to what will be and then growing from those moments that you feel in fear is really what's, what's brought me to this point. What about you, Stacey? What are some of the insights that you've really learned along the way? Well, I love, I love those insights, Marianne. Um, so for me, 
I think some of my biggest lessons have been around believing big, like really setting a vision that really beyond me um, and beyond even what I might know my team can do and trusting that things will organize around that to take shape and form, maybe not in the way I designed or, or envisioned, but in, in a way that's perhaps even more perfect, um, to never, ever forgive up, uh, that there, it's not always green lights through town. And part of being a founder is getting really good, really fast with realizing it will be a struggle or there will be struggles and that that's okay, um, that that's part of the landscape and that you know there is a path through town, but you may have hit, hit a few red lights along the way. Uh, and then also holding a sphere of concern or like a circle of care that's bigger than yourself and your own company. And I think that's where this piece around purpose, around you know, really having an impact on the broader community or the world or the environment or something that's bigger than who we are is such a huge part of, I think, the why of the powerful why for founders and how they can really drive energy and motivation from that, even in the downtimes. So those would be some of my takeaways. I really love that. I re I'm really feeling from you this sense of generous heart, generous spirit, this notion of it's not about me, it's about we. And that naturally just attracts an abundance, an abundance of the right people will come to you, the right opportunities will come to you. It's almost like the energy that you're manifesting with this outlook and with this mindset by default naturally gets you to that, that big vision that you've set. So that's really beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. I think like yourself, I'm a lover of transformation and exploration and discovery. And it seems like, you know, some of our deepest stuck patterns come out under stress. And as a founder, you're living almost all the time under stress. And so our companies become our crucibles. They become our crucibles of transformation. And if we're skillful about that, we can actually be a vehicle for for transformation for our employees, our partners, our market, our business landscape. And if we're not, they, those can also suffer. So I think part of the exploration on the Dear First Time Founders podcast is what have second time founders learned uh, that they can bring to this notion so that we're all transforming in a sort of positive, generative, creative way, and that we can help each other build really powerful companies. It's a real extraordinary opportunity to, to have spent two to three decades in, in the arena and now having the opportunity to interview our peers and really take them back into those moments of their life where they did face uncertainty, they did face fear, or even they were in a state of celebration. And what is it that they learned? How can they share from experiences? So, Really, our goal is to, to pluck those out and to shed light on them and look at all the sides of those experiences. Totally love that. Absolutely. And, I, you know, it's, I found it so helpful to have the insights from those who've walked before me along the way, coaches and guides and mentors, you know, second or third time founders when I was a first time founder or really anyone whose shoulders I've stood upon. It's been so so important to have the wisdom of those who've gone before. So what drew me to the Dear First Time Founders podcast, and I think both of us, was this opportunity to highlight the hard-won wisdom, right? the experiences 
of second time founders, how they chose to do things differently, perhaps the second or third time around, and to share that with aspiring first time entrepreneurs, basically to explore, as you say, those stories of fear and supposed failure, those hard lessons learned. And I hope that this podcast will bring those insights to allow first-time entrepreneurs to be more resourceful and to really meet and be available to meet the moment, no matter what that involves in their companies. Stacey, what, what drew you in, I can wholeheartedly relate to. One piece of wisdom I learned when I was in my teens is who you become in five years will be determined by the books that you read, the podcasts that you listen to, and the people that you meet. This is also the reason why Second Time Founders was founded. The Second Time Founders was founded on the belief that when founders create their second company, they choose to do things differently based on what they've learned. So we're really committed to creating a space for founders to share their knowledge and their perspectives that create positive changes in consciousness and community and the world through this peer-focused forum. Yeah, I'm very, very excited about Second Time Founders Community. I want to just thank Kiri Yang, who was the inspiration behind it. And Maria, thank you so much for being my powerhouse co-host of Dear First Time Founders podcast. I just appreciate your wisdom and the adventures, the authenticity and heart of your storytelling, and very, very excited to hear from the amazing lineup of entrepreneurs from the Second Time Founders community who will be coming on to share their wisdom with all of our listeners. So we'll be bringing you inspirational stories bi-weekly on Friday nights, wherever you find your podcast. And if you feel inspired and want to connect more with our founders, follow us. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Thank you. And we will see you in the next episode.